Welcome, everybody. Episode 42 of The Lookout. Man, we are here. My name is Mills. I'm here with the Platinum Chanel boy hey. himself, Jeff. What's up, buddy? Another episode, another week at the Kame House. Mm-hmm. How, how are you feeling? How are you feeling just in general? How are you I'm feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. The weather is starting to change, so we're going to have to leave this crib after a while. Yeah, it's getting very, very <laughs> close to September. Yeah. Uh, it's getting really chilly. I'm not mad at it, but like also like... No, I'm I'm not mad at it because those sweltering hot days. Oh man, I am excited for it. I'm I'm perfectly so I, so we can start really dressing right. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. First of all, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the last couple episodes of Kame House, especially the last one where we went over Hunter Hunter. Definitely. Um, our first foray. I feel like now we can kind of just say, you know, we're not just a Dragon Ball podcast. We're an anime podcast. Yeah, exactly. We, we can we can start a start making the rebrand the slow but you know but we dragon ball will always be in our heart and we'll still mainly cover dragon ball but you know if you guys are interested in us deep diving in other animes and other seasons similar that we do to dragon ball where we cover the arcs in very you know precise and long form if you're interested in that i mean we can definitely do hunter hunter in that form we can do what we're talking about today my hero academia in long form we, can... we, we've had other members of RNC like, you know, tell us, hey, when you guys do go over this, I want in. So it's I think it's definitely something that we're going to dive into for sure. If you guys are receptive to it, please let us know. Please hit us up. I'm at Meals TV on Twitter. Jeff is at Old Newsboy. And the main account is RNC Radio Live, which you should be following to get every sort of update on everything that's going on in RNC. Um, but yes, the summer is winding down. Mm-hmm. Um, counting this, we have two more episodes of the Summer Kame House, and then we're gonna take a little break before we start season six. Good God, I think of the lookout. We've season. been renewed. We've been renewed. We've been renewed for season six <laughs> of the lookout. So before we before we do that, though, we do actually have a little bit. Of, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. real Dragon Ball news. It depends. I still feel the same way I feel about this game. Whether this news. Oh my out. God! I had no idea we were even gonna discuss this. But the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot uh, <laughs> trailer that unveiled the Cell Saga part of the game. So everyone mm. won't have to piss and moan. We won't have to cry about it in terms of just like, oh, man, you know, are they really just doing the first arc? Yeah. That's so lame. Um, no, the Cell Saga will be there, too. Does this change your perception of the game, even in the slightest? Uh, no. No, I still don't have any plans on actually purchasing this game until it hits <laughs> under $20. Um, Which I think will happen sooner than later, to be I, honest. I think, think so, too. I think so, too. I, I don't think I don't know if it's going to be a bad game. I just think it's not something I'd pay full price for, it, especially considering, you know, it's just retelling, which is a lot of... It's retelling, but we're retelling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, right. And most of these games are all retelling of some sort, or they just add, like, a little plot twist, like somebody's evil this time and you have to you know help them but ultimately it's the same stuff so i mean they could have made the super game right like that would have been that would have been a no-brainer right like a dragon ball super I, hey man i'm 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 100 with you like I, to me it's like just do it do a power of tournament type game and let's yeah. get this thing going but you know I guess yeah. that's why we're not game designers right you, it's a smash brothers-esque tournament of power-esque <laughs> um sort of ordeal you can even bring in other people it's not i say it's not limited 
to obviously the 80 people that entered the tournament like right. quite frankly like you should be able to download you should be able to use Pui in the tournament if you so desire right right i or, want a like fully functional create your own talent without restrictions you know like xenoverse has a little bit of that but like it's still kind of restricted so yeah eh, we'll see we we have no uh we have no expectations for this game um other than we're not getting it yeah um <laughs> It's, it's August. Currently, we're in late August right now as we're recording this, and it'll be late August when this drops. But still, no news. Dragon Ball Super, where are we? I'm, I'm looking at all the expos and the conventions and all the Disney stuff that's put in. It's making me think that Disney should buy Dragon Ball, but that's never going to happen. Um, don't I mean, don't actually, say that. I, I, I I'm about say to say, <laughs> yeah, don't, say don't, don't do not say it will never happen because it, I mean, you never know. You never, you really never know. know. You never know. The last thing I need is Disney to get into the world of buying uh, anime. I don't, <laughs> I think we need to try to duck off that. <laughs> Disney plus buys Crunchyroll <laughs> for 6.8 million. That's the headline in 2020. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah. Oh man. I'm that sure would be something it. else dude. Oh my God. That would be crazy. Or buys Funimation or something i don't know you can't buy funimation is huge they could buy funimation i'm pretty sure disney could buy almost anybody <laughs> that they desire at this point <laughs> you know so oh yeah. my god but listen no new news we hope during the summer that we'd be able to cover a new episode of dragon ball super but alas that is not what we're going to be able to cover we were still way off like we were for but all sure. the information all the information said all the leakers everybody yeah. oh yeah for they sure. all said it for sure, I mean, but we were off though. But with all that Dragon Ball news of the way today, my pick mm-hmm. of animes to go through this week. My God, in rewatching this, <laughs> still one of my favorite animes. I don't regret that decision at all during Rainey's episode where he says, "What's your top three animes?" and I said, "My hero." <laughs> and then I was looking back, like, do I regret this a little bit? No, and then it's special then, for you. And then I rewatch this, and I said, "No," because. There's still moments of this show. It's freaking weird. There's still moments of the show where I choke up and I'm just like, uh, this is so crazy. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. It's, it's it's obviously special to you. There's something about it that touches you and that's cool, man. I mean, I, I've gained a new respect for it um, re-watching this past week because I, I was in the middle of watching two animes this week. Well, all right. So actually, so, we didn't we didn't go over what we're watching. What are you watching? Uh, currently, uh, Demon Slayer is like i mean it is just everything to me like it is it's so good um like we like i want you to watch it because we really need to discuss it it's it's beautiful it's it's passionate it has great character development uh the, the tactics the fighting everything about it is just really really good. it's like turning into one of my favorites um so it, it's there's it, only like 22 21 episodes so far so it, it's on hulu as well so hmm. it, but it's not in dub yet so um and watching my hero over again it's like it's one of my it's one of the animes i actually prefer dub oddly enough um, huh no 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 you're, you're i think you're I'll right i'll tell you why a little later but like it, it's it's yeah i actually do enjoy it dub so I wasn't watching anything really until last night until I decided as I'm watching Hero and I'm just like, you know what, let me take a break from this. Let me uh let me try something else out for a change. I've been wanting to try another anime out. Mm-hmm. Um Netflix is promoting their new an- What do you how do you feel about net Netflix brand animes? Uh well they're gorgeous. 
Um, th- like to me, <clears throat> the one thing I do like about Netflix is they do tend to put money into their products, whatever yes. it may be. Well, they have a lot of it. They have a lot of it, right? So bad or good story-wise, it they look beautiful. Um, so I think that's the plus. But you know them getting it right. Like I remember when um when when Jaden Smith like the Jaden that the anime which yeah, I don't like, I personally I think it's awful. I but, think it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't care who's in it. All my favorite people are in it. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. It's it terrible. is terrible. It's to bad. me, you know. And I'm sure there's people out there that enjoy it or whatever. But um, it's just like I don't know. It's something for the sake of something, but it's really nothing. Like it's the most hollow anime, one of the most hollow animes I've ever seen. To be honest with you, and right, I love Jaden right. Smith. No, I love yeah, most of, of the people who are in it, but it's yeah, yeah. yeah. The people involved are great, but um, I, I think I, I I see what their intentions were, you know, to to do it or try it or whatever. But it's not good to me at all. Um, I was watching Cannon Busters, mm-hmm. the first episode of it. It's this anime, um, came out. It is, I believe, it's based off a comic book that was. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. I don't want to mess up this guy's name. That's really why I'm just pulling this up right now. Um, oh, I don't even want to talk about names after watching. No, but hero. it's an American name. I just didn't want to mess it up. Oh, okay, okay, he's, okay. He's black. Um, it's a comic book written by Lashawn Thomas. Lashawn Thomas is a. He's worked on lots of stuff in the past. Notable, pretty much most of your black favorite animes like Black Dynamite, mm-hmm. um, The Boondocks. Right. Right. Um, this anime is going to be special, like what you're talking about. Yeah, Cannon Busters. So Cannon Busters is out. Um, majority black cast on this anime. Um, I've watched only episode one. It isn't. I. You know what? I can't say I have a strong opinion on it. I definitely have to get through the first. You know, the rest of the eleven episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's interesting. I like the main character. I like the cut of his jib. Um. I like the subsidiary characters that have uh, that have joined as well. Um, it's kind of like this old Western sort of, uh, but black, but like futuristic kind of deal. Right. Um, just based off the first episode, I saw a couple of people watching on the timeline, but nothing has, no one has really been like, has really like proclaimed like, this is good. Um, right. But you know what? I think the it'll, first episode. It'll epi- get there. It'll get yeah. There. The first episode did a lot to say, mm-hmm. let me check this out. And that's all you can sort of ask for a first episode. Mm-hmm. And that actually transitions us into what we're talking about today, My Hero Academia, because it, I had a similar sort of um, experience watching that first episode. I had the opposite. Go ahead. With My Hero, actually. Those first two episodes are actually a bit of a turnoff for me. Because of all the crying? <laughs> Dude, okay. So, yeah, first of all, the crying is... I don't mind you know the main character being emotional i think we've discussed this before i like emotional characters sure of course yeah but dude i mean there's times where you just like you gotta like first the the, i love the flashbacks him as a child you know like that was the cutest thing in the world like he was a cute kid right but the crying there is cool but man 13 14 years old you know like <laughs> but here's the thing here's the thing all right so we're getting into we're getting to my hero academia or if you're i don't know if you're a purist boku no <laughs> academia oh man i don't even <laughs> this is what, this is what we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about why i like it dubbed better all right here's my first question regarding this mm-hmm. my first question and it, it recently came to me as i was watching this again today while making breakfast honestly um 
is this like an industry plant kind of anime? Okay, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I got it. Look, the first I got into my hero. This was the first anime that I got into due to social media. Yes. Uh, period. Like I, I really didn't have any like grass towards bit towards it. I seen photos. A lot of times, I'll see pictures of of characters, and I'm like, that looks awesome. And then you know, you can click on the tweet and like see what their name is, and then you do your googles and whatever. Yes. Um. I mean, I don't know if I want to call it an industry plant because I think it is like it's it's good. Like sometimes I guess, well, you know, what industry plant has like that a negative kind of right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, we can say that, but I don't think the show is bad. Like, I don't think it's a bad series. So, but if you want to say, like, is it plugged in? I think it's a bit plugged in and it has like corny moments, but like the corniness, it, it works with the theme of the show. You like it. So here's why I asked that question. I asked that question purely because um, to me, first of all, once again, I learned this off of social media and a lot of people were watching it as well. And a lot of people recommended me to watch this. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll say it of that, but I won't say that it's the industry plan because of that. I'll right. say this because this seems to be like one of the most funded Obviously, there's an intention with it. It's done really, really well in America very, very fast. Mm -hmm. And to me, there's kind of really no other... I don't want to say there's no anime like this, but there's no... To me, there's no other anime that feels like it's more for... To me, this feels like it's more for American audiences (laughs) than Japanese audiences, despite being made in Japan, obviously. Right, I I would say it seems like it was built with the intention to blow up in America. That's yeah, what I'm they, saying from this. They took advantage of you know the Marvels and DC, right? You know that thing and and that being a huge money getter as far as theater is concerned and like film, but like the show itself is like the culture of the show is very like american i mean i know it's like they have actual places and they talk about tokyo and stuff like that like yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual series but like the the speech you know like it's it's definitely planted i guess you like you know what i mean like it's it, it, it works but i just feel like the way that it, it's like presented originally I like to see violence fairly quick, like, but like real violence. Right. <laughs> okay. You, you know what I mean? So like, it took me a while, dude, like to like, like those first, the first two episodes, I I, I was talking to my friend this morning mm-hmm. and I was like, man, like it's just, it, it just throws me off a little bit. Cause you know, all might is all mighty when, when he's, you know, when he's in like an American. Form. Yeah, he, dude. Right. He says right. Detroit smash. Right. Right. Michigan smash. Missouri, Missouri smash. Like, you know, I, I get it. You know what I mean? But, uh, it's almost like I don't want to say making fun of superheroes in a sense, but like they definitely go it's like a satire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it works. It does. It works for the show. Like it, it, a hundred percent works. Now, this show once again it's become popular in the United States. I I realized its popularness when that movie came out and it did like fairly decent for an anime movie with a mm-hmm. limited release and limited theaters and all this other stuff and then i was going to watch it but then a friend um actually um slid me um no oh, no did he yeah yeah <laughs> you know so i was gonna watch it in theaters and then i immediately say you know what this is fine right. um maybe but still all of this is very it's like in a very 
it's it's it appeals to America to me in a stronger way than it may appeal in Japan. I don't know how the the the, the reaction it is in Japan, but I know that people over here love that shit. It got funded really fast, like yeah, like like. like so the simulcasting is also something that's like to me it was an idea and it never seemed like it could be done just basically off of the popularity of anime in japan and the popularity of thing like for instance like you know we're bleeding in the mount silver here but the simul simultaneous releases of pokemon games as of the last couple games um it comes out the same time in japan as it comes out in america um with most animes that is not the case that's not even close to the case. Right. Um, Dragon Ball, we've waited years <laughs> yeah. for things to be dubbed. Um, <laughs> even Pokemon, in a sense. Pokemon is like, Pokemon, quite honestly, and, they, and they've, they've dabbled with the simulcast thing because I think it was X and Y, um, the anime that pre premiered in Japan on Friday and then premiered in America the day after as like a special, like, we got to sell the game. Here it is. Like, never before done before like the the you know we're gonna get we're gonna break Worldwide release yeah. yeah we're gonna break all conventions and we're gonna show you x and y before the actual you know diamond and silver or whatever fucking anime before that was, was over with okay. um the simulcast release with this because it's on hulu to me is one of the most incredible things about this you know this exact series I agree. because it's something that quite honestly i don't see why I can see why it's not done, especially if it's not popular in America. Like, I'm why sure it's would... difficult. Yeah, I'm sure it's super difficult. But I'm just, I, I think it's more like, why waste your money? You know, if you're not, if you're not appealing to American audiences quite yet, why even waste money trying to pay actors and voice actors, right? And stuff like that. But the way this has been simulcast, it literally comes out the week after the J Japanese one comes out. To me, it's one of the best parts about this entire thing. Um, it makes it easier to to obtain it for people that you know less yeah want to enjoy dub and like or whatever like as anime fans you, you gotta stop judging people that just don't want to watch sub yeah. or just don't want to watch dub just watch it how you want to and this gives pretty people much a chance yeah. to choose you know I think so as well um so that to me is an incredible part of the <clears> show <throat> um but let's get into sort of the nitty gritty and the aspects of the show. Um, the development of the show, it is superhero themed, as we've talked about this before. So everyone it has a quirk. Yeah. It started with... You hear, this, that, you hear that word a lot. Quirk is the is <laughs> definitely the... It's the saying. Know, it's the saying of the, of the show. Quirk, apparently all quirk started seemingly with this, like, it looked like this white baby um, who was the first person who had a quirk. Mm -hmm. And then... It started essentially going on from there. Um, let's see. The first quirk. Yeah, it looks like this white baby. I know everyone's Japanese there, but, you know, it is what it is. Somehow this baby was born with a quirk right. and was able to pass down a quirk to so forth and so forth. And now then society is filled with people with weird, strange powers and weird, strange abnormalities. 80% uh, um, of the population has quirks. 20% don't. It's fucking crazy um that is yeah that's a that, that percentage is ridiculous it, it's wild because obviously the the one the one thing i noted on my like third viewing of this entire thing was they still have the regular olympic games but the it pales in comparison to i think that um the 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 usj um 
games like those yeah. the, the ones with quirks i mean the the regular olympic games now the ratings are so bad for it because of now everyone's watching those essentially the equivalent of olympic games with people with quirks right and i'm jumping ahead because that's more of a season two type of deal yeah that's okay but it's a, it's interesting in this society and seeing how it's kind of like a, a change from general superhero films where it's like, oh my God, we'll never know the identity of et cetera, et cetera, or A, B, C, and D. And it's like, no, all these quirks, all these people with superheroes, they have fan pages, they have fan sites, they're getting right. money from this, they're funded by various companies um, and all this other stuff that they've learned to sort of incorporate it into the entire economy and the lifestyle and the culture of wherever the hell they at. I think that's... Like they live in this world. Yeah, you live in a world. People have quirks. People, they're heroes. They're villains. Um, the heroes are pretty much like it's a government. It's pretty much governmentally controlled um, with everything that's sort of done and and all that other stuff. Um, very very interesting. Um, the first season of the show is considered the UA beginning saga, and the UA is um, oh God, UA is pretty much a school where everyone it's the best school in the entire i assume area it's very extremely very hard, to, hard to get into yeah it's, it's very very hard to get into they don't really give like what the hell ua stands for <laughs> it's weird even though um, no they don't they don't say it um but there's nothing much in sort of what UA stands for. I'm certain it's Ultra. It's probably something like Ultra, Ultra something. I was just about to say it's probably like Ultra. Ultra Alliance. Academy. Ultra, Ultra Academy. Academy. Something along those lines. It's a top hero academy in Japan um, where all the classes, you know, are separated by A, B, C, and D. So this is this, this is the UA Beginnings saga. It's separated into various arcs. that includes the entrance exam arc, the quirk apprehension arc, the battle trial arc, and the USJ arc, all this happens in 12 episodes. I'm not considering all of these separate little arcs that are like two episodes each. They're yeah. not right, right. It's kind of, yeah, which is a little strange. Maybe it's just a Boku no Hero Academia wiki uh, type of deal. Um, wikis get very specific and very passionate about what's an arc and what's not and what's what's A and what's B and what's C. Um, the first episode of this starts off with introducing pretty much our hero and it says this is the story how i became the greatest hero of all time um izuku midoriya um we're gonna fuck up a lot of names oh my thing. god man can i can i talk about why i like this show dub better talk about it okay so and it, it this is again this kind of goes a little bit further into the podcast but you know i one of my issues with the show is the names and how like they just decide to call each other sometimes by their first name, sometimes first by their name. last name, sometimes by their superhero name, sometimes by a name that was given to them when they're getting made fun of. And then you, and like, I'm, I'll be honest, I've, I've gotten lost. This like, I've, I'm so lost. This kid, I've watched this entire thing multiple times. I cannot tell you half of the class names still. Dude, um, oh my God. I still can't. It, it is what it is. I know there are certain few characters that you know that that strike out and we'll talk about them in a little bit but the 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 main character of this entire thing is Izuku Midoriya he is his hero name is Deku Deku um, I just Deku is like <laughs> that's the go to that's the go to yes me. that's the go to um 
but I'm going to be switching through all of them because no, that's I, fine. I get it. I get it. I have no idea what to fucking call them. Um, but we get this. We see they introduce like oh heroes and all this other stuff. And the first baby was born, and now Mount Lady shows up, and she's like super popular because she captures this villain. She's got so many fans. Um, she's making so much money. Shout out Tree Man. <laughs> Shout out. I hate who's no, your. I don't, I don't. I don't like Tree Man. At all. Who's your favorite random yeah. quirk? Uh, the 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 fire hydrant guy <laughs> <laughs> who like stop people with like he's able to control water. Yeah, no, the the crazy again. This is a little bit, a little bit, but like when the when the you know when um the the, the gunk the the gunk guy who's like we just got we just got to wait for another hero with a specific power to come help us out. Like, <laughs> and he's like taking the fires out and shit. I'm like, yo, this guy is amazing. Man. Oh my God. So anyway, the entire sort of series around this person, it's they're in junior high school, I'm assuming, um, or at least in some other high school, um, Izuku Midoriya, who is quirkless. He came into this world. He's one of the 20% of people without a quirk. It has brought a lot of despair into his life, considering how much he is a fan of All Might and a fan of all these superheroes. He's a fanboy. Right. Yeah, um, 100%. Stan. He's, a, he's, a, he's someone who knows everybody's quirk, knows what they do, knows what's best for the situation, et cetera, et cetera. He's followed a journal. A journal where he, he, draw, he draws himself, and he also takes note of everyone's quirk that he sees. Um, but he's quirkless in a classroom full of people with quirks and we're quickly introduced to pretty much his you know i guess mm, what would you say rival i guess rival yeah it's a it's a very gary ash type thing yeah gary ash although i think i think gary was a little bit he was probably a little nicer no, Gary was an asshole, man. I know, but but like he wasn't he he wasn't an asshole. He wasn't an asshole all the way through. Like he, like to me, it's like uh, this this kid is fucking <laughs> this kid's fucking an asshole, dude. Oh my god! Um, we learned so we meet. Um, also, I'm just gonna call him Bakugo. Yeah. Um, because yeah. you you know, Deku calls him Katsu Katsuki. We're calling him Bakugo for the sake of you know time. So Bakugo, he's introduced to him, who is this very angsty kid. Um, a lot of polarizing people in terms of people who are fans of Bakugo and people who aren't fans of Bakugo, because Bakugo is kind of ends up being this like very um, close to one dimensional kind of character. Yeah, but you, he actually- you like wait for him to develop into another another piece. Like you 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 almost want him to like level off a little bit and he kind of does he kind of does it's not as um it's not as i would say like midorio oh god (laughs) deku um (laughs) it's not as him where it's like you're obviously watching his development from nothing into something from a zero into a hero um because he starts off pretty high i mean we when they both take the hero entrance exam, it's Bakugo is the one who's the first. He, he's number one. Right. Um, but there is a little bit of development as you go through the seasons like that. Either way, there's a sludge villain, a sludge villain who tries to, you know, he tries to, I guess, kidnap his, his, or yeah, steal. His power is, it's a weird thing. 
um, he, he he basically uh, he puts his fluids inside of, and I guess he other, can control a person. Can control it, yeah. Ultimately, we never see I him got. actually do it uh, <laughs> because like how, you see how long it took him to like. What I guess it makes sense because whenever he took control, um, whenever he took control of of Deku, he I don't, what was he gonna get out of that anyways? I don't know. Kidding. I don't know. I think it's more so for a fact of just like not being able to be seen or not being able to be captured. But nonetheless, um, he's in this. He tries to. I don't know. Deku takes the wrong way home. We've all been there. Um, <laughs> and a sledge villain. Yeah, a sledge villain tries to inhabit his body, and then he's stopped by you know All Might, who comes out of nowhere, Texas Smash, all this other stuff like that. And Midoriya is completely enamored by him because All Might is his favorite hero and all this other stuff like that and then he manages to grab onto All Might as All Might tries to fly away and then they both end up like on a building and it it's crazy because he starts coughing up blood and shit like that like All yeah, Might and yeah. stuff like that and then by the time we reach the episode 2 um, we learn that All Might cannot keep his form his like ultra almighty form uh has like this gnarly just nasty i mean it's it's a scar i guess you could say bruise scar whatever he basically says his insides are destroyed yeah it's pretty much messed up it's not allowing him to keep the form that he is all time so he's essentially stopped he he can only be a hero for a certain amount of time in the day and as we go through this hours three hours a couple a couple hours it actually gets less and less throughout the season i think by the end right, of the season right, right. he's only able to do it for 90 minutes at a time yeah um but and and even less by the time we reach like the end you know as we reach right. further and further throughout the next season um the second episode the sludge monster he manages to get away because deku was distracting he's fanning out he's fanning out so yeah He's distracting him. Sludge Monster gets away. Now Sludge Monster bumps into Bakugo. And Bakugo is like, yo, I'm about to burn this guy up. Nope, too strong for him. Um, he tries to essentially inhabit Bakugo because Bakugo is pretty strong. Quite honestly, he's one of the strongest um, He's one of the strongest students that we're going to see in this entire ordeal. He tries to inhabit him. Super um, gifted. Right. Um, Deku comes in, he springs in the ash and his feet runs before his actually brain does because all he knows is that he wants to try to save people whether he has a quirk or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he manages to distract the villain, but then... Throws a book bag at him. Hits right. him in the eye. All Might shows up. Uh, despite not being able to hold his form for much longer, he kind of breaks through his limits as he's inspired by, you know, Deku. Um, he jumps into action, pretty much destroys the villain. Um, yeah, well, what which punch or was that? the Detroit uh, smash was it Detroit or Texas? <laughs> no, it was Detroit. The first episode was Texas. He had went to Detroit smash, he went to Detroit smash. <laughs> um, and he says, you know, they reach this point that all the villains go away. Um, Deku is like, he's He's crying. I mean, I also, Again. when I was watching this first few episodes, I was like, this kid cries way too much, he cries way too much, man. Um, but it's really he has an encounter with All Might, and All Might says, "You can become a hero." And it's from there that he bestows upon him all for one, one for all. Sorry, one for one all. for all. 
one for all. All for one is a different type of thing that actually could be yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's very confusing, but. So All Might passing his quirk to Midoriya is probably the most significant thing that's happened in the first season of this episode because he went from a quirkless being to fully has the power of All Might and now he's kind of has to learn how to use it. Tell, um, tell, tell, tell the people how he how he obtained that power. Ultimately? <laughs> because... First bit. <laughs> after all the training and stuff yeah. that he had to do at the beach, yeah. he has yeah. to eat a hair <laughs> of all my... He's like, no, you have to absorb my DNA. I was like, whoa, this could go awkward really, really fast. So yeah. he like picks up his hair and he's like, you gotta eat this before the test. Um, For some reason, I think it's um, Azuka Midoriya and Bakugo are the only people in their junior high or high school or whatever class there are the only people who will be able to qualify for the ua exam bakugo is no secret um midoriya not fully sure because he had no quirk at the time but right. there, there are people in the school who actually don't have quirks or who don't have like strong quirks as we learn out you learn more in season two as they flesh out the pointless school. yeah a lot of pointless quirks yeah a lot of, they flesh out the the school and all the characters a little bit more um Sorry. Um, Deku and All Might train for 10 months due to the entrance exam. The entrance exam, he ends up, and I'm going to just sort of run no, through this because yeah, yeah, we got to get through all the characters of the show. But there's a lot. He, he takes the entrance exam. He meets his girl, Uraraka, one of the Immediately names. attracted to her. Uh, it's just anime. Of course. Anime love, you know? She's cute. Um, it's a, she's adorable. No, yeah. Um, about she's. Well, I like her. I like her hero outfit. Me too. Me too. She's. One it of reminds me of um, what's her from Mega Man? It's kind of Mega Man-y, but it's also like what's that girl in Mega Man? Oh my god. Deku like immediately saw like of course they give her like you know these fucking stiff boobs like in this in this suit or whatever. He, we're gonna we're gonna talk about all the sort of things that yeah. we've seen oh, god, in this like, high you know. school, um, right? With with the actual sexual. <laughs> like undertones of yeah. the show, um, but they go through the entrance exam. Deku is doing terribly. He's got zero points. Everyone's wiping out robots and shit like that. Everyone's like wiping them out by the numbers. Bakugo's doing really, really well. Uraka, for some reason, her quirk, which is only to make things float, she's doing very, very well. That kind of shows you like you can have whatever weird quirk, but if you know how to wield it or use it, you can make it extremely powerful. Yeah, you're good, um, which becomes is generally like what the purpose of UA is to really sort of uh to sort of build and develop these quirks and enhance on these quirks so you can become a very you know strong superhero to continue to protect society and et cetera et cetera mm-hmm. like that. Um but then Deku in the last few minutes there's this giant robot Uraraka is pinned down. It looks like she's about to be crushed. He shows up he uses um one for all. No he, he uses um it's punch. It's the same punch. It's the same same punch. I don't think he calls it out of state or country or anything like that. But no, he uses he uses the power of one for all to jump high in the air. So he breaks his legs as he's doing that. Um, He reaches the robot and uses it on his arms and punches the robot, destroys it, but breaks his arm in the process. Um, (laughs) It's a weird, weird scene. He's just like he's got what is it? It's it's his left arm that's still okay. Yeah, but you know what? I like that. I I like that aspect 
because it's kind of showing you, first of all, the show is a lot of development with this power and things like that. And like how to use it, when to use it. It's, it's weird. It's, they're saying like, yo, he can use his full power at the beginning, but there are consequences from it. So yeah, all, all might warned him as well. Right. About this. So it basically destroyed his, his limbs doing it, but he can do it. It's just right. very, very risky. So they essentially limit his power throughout the entire series. Not only bring him up to speed with the rest of the class, but so he isn't super strong punching out people. And then yeah, it's, very it's, like, it's like not one, one punch man, guys. It's not one punch man at all. Uh, makes me think it would win. Um, I know, right. But he gets accepted into UA. He cries, of course, when he gets accepted into UA. And uh, all his. All his limbs are, you know, when they have a hero called Recovery Girl who kisses you and then, well, your limbs are back to normal. A weird version of uh, Sensu Bean there. <laughs> or Chansey. A kiss. Yeah, or Chansey. Yeah, I, no, it, yeah it's, it's, just, it's a weird character, but I like it. Though. Oh, my God. So he gets into UA and we're introduced to his entire class. Um, anybody who stands out to you in this class besides my, my, everyone that we've already. Right. Um, my favorite character is Shoto. Shoto. Shoto, um, who was by recommendation in uh, Todoroki. Um, he was the, one of the only four students in this, cl- in the, in the class um, who was, didn't have to take the class, the, 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 um, the exam. It was just put in by recommendation. Um, he is cool. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. First of all, visually, uh, he has a great, great uh, look. I think his design is incredible. And um, you see, Megan the Stallion has done it plenty of times. Right. Right. Totoroki right. Tina. Exactly. Um, and at first, I didn't know his ability. Of course, even with the half ice costume, it's kind of cool, or whatever. But uh, when they do the, you know, the the the, the fake atomic bomb, you know. It, like he was like, look, I'm about to just freeze this whole building. Yeah, you're gonna walk up in there and win this. I love it. And then he melted um, but, it. it. Was fire. But you know, I love it. If if this was the first season, the only season that I watch, I'd be like, he's good. There's something missing about him. But they more. flesh him out really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the second and the third season. And he is still incredibly strong, but he actually becomes like more one of the classmates instead of like, I'm by far the best and the coolest and the most, you know, strongest and all this other stuff by that. Um, anybody else who stands out to you? I will, I will show you the list. Let me, let me, let me send you the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it right now. Um, I mean, we can talk about how funny, well, to me, it, I don't know what we're going to call him. We're going to call him, we're going to call him Mineta. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about. I'm, t- I'm talking about Linda, 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 Linda. Right, who's that? How do you say? Is is is, is, is they, they call him by his last name, his first name? Wait, wait. Which one? Is, what's his quirk? Um, you know, he has the family. His family is is, is he's rich. Oh, um, Ida, 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 Tanya, Ida, Tanya, Ida. Class representative Tanya Ida. I like um, his character, even though it's a little annoying. But like, he's, I, I get it. I get he's it. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like, he's funny to me. He's hilarious. I love him. All of these have very different personalities, like that. I mean, you got um, probably a few that stand out to me um, in terms of just personalities. At least I already said Mineta. Mineta's a pervert. Um, there, there's always one immediate pervert. Like. 
No, no. Actually, that's one of my favorite. That's where really funny, like that quick little scene where he's like, I like this school. <laughs> like, that shit was like, funny. Oh my God, I'm gonna... <laughs> it's like the little like, perverted voice and he has yeah. his like, his best friend Kaminari, who's like the electric um, the electric guy who's also like slightly yeah. a pervert. Um, right. but, but not as like, not as deep as Mineta is. Um, Yayo Razu, um, the class, the class vice representative, the girl who wears the extremely revealing oh, yeah. outfit for a fifteen-year-old, um, ridiculously re- revealing. I mean, the um, skirt is short. The yeah, the skirt is short. All that other stuff, but she's the smartest in the class. Yeah, um, she also was intro- She was also thing by recommendation. She's one of the smartest. She she's really really. Her quirk is essentially she can make anything out of any matter out of her back it just takes time i guess um other that i see other than that like uh, the teach i mean you mean racer headed he's a teacher but you know mr aizawa i think yeah i think his his ability is fire i think the the terms on what he has to deal with because of his ability is hilarious um, yeah but yeah he's a cool character he he's in very very cool. Mr. Aizawa. Eventually, when they meet Deku and stuff like that, they're like, "Listen, we're gonna have an exam here. We're gonna do a little trial, and the one who loses will be kicked out of the school." And everyone's like, "Shit!" And then the person who loses is Midoriya, because right. he hates him. I, Mr. Aizawa hates him. Is like, you cannot control your quirk. You cannot have a quirk where you break your limbs every time you have a quirk. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible quirk. You need to either learn how to use it. Or you need to yeah. get out of yeah, pretty much yeah. get out. So he tries to you know tries not to use it. As, he ends up using it like in his fingers and just breaking his fingers from time yeah. to time. Yeah. But it's throughout this entire arc, I think Midoriya just refuses to use his quirk because he knows the consequences of it and he knows that he isn't up to sort of par and able to control it. Yeah, I mean, like, ultimately, ultimately, his quirk is OP. It's just. He just can't. He just can't use it all the time. I mean, he, he's really just like if he could use it at this state, we wouldn't even be like the the, the anime would make no sense. It'd be One Punch Man, like we're talking about, you know. One hundred percent. There's a couple other people who end up getting shined throughout this entire thing. I think um, a, as we go through the rest of the first season, you get to see Kirishima a little bit, who's the hardening one. He gets a few lines in. Um, Sue. Ooh, she says, call him Sue, and you know, Midoriya keeps calling him Suyu, Suyu, Sui, or Sui, or Suyu. Um, she's like, keep calling me Sue. She's a frog. Her quirk is, I'm a frog. But she's cool, though. She's cool, though. She's 100% cool. She's learned how to make frogs cool. Uh, let's see. None of the other people really, really get any major shine. I like Tokoyami as well. There He's are a one- lot of characters. Almost, almost. I would, I would honestly say there's too many. There's too many. No, I agree. There's too many. You know? <laughs> There's I mean, too I, many. Like, it's cool. I see what they they they, they want to give you that classroom. Yeah, like, I get why they did it. They want to give you that classroom feel. Like there's a bunch of different personalities, um, but being able to condense it and I guess develop only a few. That's cool too. But then you kind of get attached to some. And you're like, damn, I kind of wish we got more of this. Right. One hundred percent. Um, I think throughout the rest of the seasons, as you get in season two, season three, and eventually season four, which drops later, you get, you get, essentially get what you ask for, mm-hmm. because they have various arcs. It some of them don't include Midoriya as the main per. I mean, Alton's Midoriya is the fucking main person, um, but I, there's I, a I, lot, there's a lot more catered towards telling the backstories and telling 
the motivation flashbacks and stuff of that nature all that other stuff throughout this entire show um let's see we make the villain soon all right so in terms of this they go through various trials to this and then i guess one of the biggest things one of the major themes throughout this entire show is the is the development of midoriya alongside bakugo and their major rival that ends up leading into this um this major battle that's only supposed to be a trial you're supposed to be like listen protect this bomb Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the other one is going to try to capture this bomb and it ends up being this very deep thing where they kind of show their childhood where they both were childhood friends they've been friends since the beginning but bakugo kind of i feel like bakugo wasn't re- like he was one of those friends but like because he got his quirk so quickly he became super arrogant and he and he has a very powerful quirk to be yeah. honest with you yeah, it kind all- of goes with it goes with its fiery personality. Because of that, they they kind of split apart. But when but, you know when Midoriya gets this quirk and he gets this super strong quirk and he gets all the affection of All Might and all these other things like that, he's not able to take this well because he's, he's like, so listen, you think you're you think you're stronger than me, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You think you're better than me. You've been hiding this quirk from me the entire time. You made me look like a fool. Um, and it goes up. They have their first battle in the first season. It's like episode six or episode seven or something yeah. along those lines. Um, it's good. It's fun. It's I mean, it's a it's a great way to like not show a major fight scene between the two. You know, right? You know, it, but it's it's it it gives them both some good personality, some good development. You get some good backstory, some flashback scenes. Uh, you get to see uh, Bob Gunn's his hit that the the the. The blast that man, that shit was fire. I think so. To me, All Might loves both of these kids because essentially both of them have the qualities that the other doesn't have, right? Bakugo, he's so brash and he's so, you know, just wants to win so much time that he doesn't actually sit down and actually think sometimes. Whereas Midoriya has that process where he thinks sometimes he even overthinks, but at the same time, he analyzes his, you know, the situation that he's in and presents the best solution to, you know, win this fight. And he ultimately does win this battle with Bakugo once he, um, while Bakugo was trying to essentially annihilate Deku, you know, Deku decides to blow the ceiling off and he, manages to pair up with Uraka, who's his partner, and they end up winning this entire battle, um, which takes a blow to, you know, Kachan's ego, Kachan, which is Bakugo. Um, <laughs> yeah, here we go, here we go. <laughs> um, blow to his ego because he was completely blindsided by his own rage, and I don't know if he fully realized that, but he's still not happy with the fact that Midoriya has this quirk, um, is doing doing it very very well and just, he's, doing... he's just so aggressive right uh, and, and, and all might said it, he's like he's you know he's not even trying to kill him yeah you know it's just it's just this overpower to be better than him but you know but Bakugo he, well, had... he actually he already think i mean he he knows he's better than he is he, he's honestly he's fighting himself but he i mean but i think also the fact that he lost that entire knowing that he's better mm-hmm. but still lost and it hurt him it hurt him majorly, yeah. and but I think Bakugo also has a lot of personalities that Deco needs as well, and I think one of his strongest thing is his tenacity, his willing to win at any cost is something that you kind of need as a hero in this society because there's at no point where you can give up um, on anything, 
it's kind of now the way that they kind of mold him or the way that, you know, they got to take sort of his like rough edges and kind of smooth right. him out a little bit. And I think that's what eventually as we get into season, you know, three and season four kind of happens to Bakugo with his development like that. But the battle between Bakugo and, and, and Midoriya, it's a two episode, you know, little arc thing that ends up being a major part of this entire ordeal. And the final thing, I think the final thing in this arc was the thing that kind of won me over entirely was the incident at USJ. Yeah. Um, I think that's when the show gets flipped and that's what made, that's what got me excited. It's kind of what I was waiting for. It, it's the big bang you were waiting for. Yeah. It, they could have, I think other animes would have continued like five more episodes. Let's get, let's get this development of all the characters out. Well, they already started, you know? So it's like, you would think that they would finish, but uh, I think they just decide like, you know what, let's flip this thing on his head and let's make this, get this thing even more interesting and everything else would develop through time. They're villains who are out to kill All Might. Yeah. They want him dead. Yeah. He's, Off top. He, they just want him dead. Um, he's, uh, and now we get to the villains of this entire thing. Um, do they have a cash sheet of the villains? I need to see this because I love. I, 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 I like, I like Tomorrow. Tomorrow is incredible. I love his look. Because the look is just absolutely fire. The, 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 the hands placed in you know like i don't know man first of all they do a really good job on fits one day we can really talk about uh my hero academia fits mm-hmm. i think like at first i'll be honest like the actual um hero costumes i'm not like crazy on them i think they're a little like obnoxious yeah but, but like <laughs> I, I do i do i do but like the regular you know just like the school fits the regular day day like the uniforms the and uniform, stuff like that and the action outfits yeah. yeah yeah those are really really awesome like 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 when he first came out when deku first came out like with the with the green mask and the with the hat thing that his mom yeah. made those pajamas I'm, I'm so glad that shit got burnt off <laughs> like i was like oh he cannot wear this like no no, he looks like an idiot. Um, but it's something that he designed and his mom made yeah, it for him. Yeah. It's, it was cute. The villains of this entire thing. Now, there are more villains that are introduced, but the villains thus far, the three major ones that we see in this entire thing are Tomoro Sh- Shigaraki, um, mm. the leader of the League of Villains. Then you have Kurogiri, the essentially ghastly. Um, <laughs> ghastly, red, blue, and yellow era. Right, right. With a suit. He's just a guy. He's just like a floating, you know, whatever. You, you, with a suit yeah, on. He's ghastly. Yeah, he's ghastly. Um, he's ghastly with the suit. They invade the USJ, which is essentially a major terrorist incident. Um, it definitely is. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you put it in that way because it is a 100% terrorist attack. It's a terrorist attack where they try to kill All Might. They realize All Might didn't show up because All Might decided, listen, I'm going to save a few people in the day, and now he can't control his quirk anymore for any period of time. So he sat out. Um, but they invade this with the intention of killing All Might. However, run into pretty much the entire students and the only other two teachers, Mr. Aizawa and what's the, what's the other lady? Oh, my God. Um, 13. Yeah. 13 whose quirk is like black hole and all this other stuff like that and to me again this is where everything turned up and this is where everything this is where i fell in love with the season like you're right this is where it feels right like major stakes on the line exactly exactly and i told you i told you a lot of animes they'll they'll you know you'll have somebody's family murked and killed off first 15 minutes you know and you're like okay what the hell's about to happen next but 
this does it takes a little bit but the the understanding is there this the suddenness of it all is what like really like oh shit right like it's crazy like for instance i mean they get to the villains you kind of get to see you know aizawa get into action and boy does he get into action like they make fun of him because his quirk is like his quirk is not like a long range quirk like he can turn off people's quirk with his quirk if he looks at them their quirk is immediately disabled which is fire but how does that work with fighting so you get to see kind of like how far he is because he has these sort of you know these I guess mummy straps or whatever the hell it is that he kind of uses to wield around and throw around his opponents and and and, and thing that um, thirteen is bodied, <laughs> um, and the kids have to watch it, which is yeah. the worst thing. Like, what's his face? Um, I think it is Kurogiri decides to show up and he pretty much just bodies thirteen and like her entire whatever space shit that she had or what she thought that she had is blown to bits and. All the students are separated on the different sort of parts of USJ where there are 70 other villains that are after them and it gets real. And now the students have to kind of like, here's the where they could have essentially like cowered and got captured, but they decided to take action and react. And to me, this is, this becomes the major development of class 1A, which they all are, um, over a lot of other people, how they manage to use their quirks despite being rookies, despite still being students, right. um, and manage to use their quirk to essentially, I'm going to wait for this to pass by, <laughs> essentially use their quirk um, to become heroes and really to fight and get into action and all this other stuff like that. It's, it's interesting how many, you know, students are broken off and things like that. Um, but they all spring the action and they all do the damn thing. Um, I like the little trio thing of Deku, Sue and, um, yeah, Mineta. um, how, and, and my favorite part of this was, the overthinking of Deku, right? Like the thinking, like you going through his entire mind process, like they probably don't know what our quirks are. So they're waiting in the water trying to figure out what that we can do. It's, it's what makes him, it's what makes him who he is. Yeah. So therefore, but what we can do is A, B, C, D, and E. And Sue, I'm going to need you to do this, 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 that, and the third. And Mineta's like, he throws out all his little sticky balls into the ocean. And he's like, yo, we're stuck. And Deku's like, I'm going to make an explosion in the ocean and that'll create a whirlpool and blah, blah, blah. And then Sue's going to, you know, it's all these A, B, C, D aspects of it that's all planned out. And it's a, it's a plan that goes completely, you know, well, I guess. Um, well is, yeah. yeah. Well, until they introduce the Nomu. Right. <laughs> Now the Nomu to me, how do you feel about the design of the Nomu? I mean, bird brain muscles. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think that was the point. I think it's. I, I'm not mad at it. No, um, I'm not mad at either. It's a. It's cool considering it's like yo, these things have no brains. I think they kind of. They're all bronze, no brains. Their main intention is to kill, and they they like they mess up. Is out a bad like punches like the students are watching him like Deku and Sue and Mineta are kind of watching their teacher get their his face just, essentially broken and bloodied yeah. up. Nothing they can do, just watch. Um, 
there's another part of it where the other students and they manage to get um what's his face Ida to escape. They do he does the like super jet thing. He's like, I'm gonna go get the teachers. <laughs> and he races through the door and things like that. And eventually All Might shows up. Um da 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 da. Uh, yeah, it's like this is it. And we get the battle. The battle between All Might and, and the Nomu. We get there's a little bit of action between um Tomaru Shigaraki and and, and Deku as well, because it, he's about to like erase Sue's entire existence. Um, because anything that he turns to touch essentially like de- is destroyed. Like he did it for um, he did it on Aizawa's elbow and like broke his elbow and like right. you know essentially like broke his entire shit. Um, all these things are kind of cool to me. The the circumstances beyond you know it just, just re- us- the show just because it feels like an anime at this point. Right now, it feels like an anime. Now it feels like there's stakes on the line. Now it feels like, listen, this is a life or death situation, and we've got to react. And now you see all these students, and essentially sort of react. And eventually, yes, All Might eventually shows up. It would have been very, very weird if the kids, to me, beat that Nomu, which was as strong as All Might. Not saying that they couldn't have. Maybe yeah, if they yeah. used all their powers beforehand. But also, you know, you don't want to like destroy the kids or kill any of the kids. Like, you can kill a teacher. Um, yeah, just keep these 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds out of it. <laughs> yeah, so essentially, you know, we get to the point where All Might shows up. He has this fight. It's incredible, obviously. <clears throat> he punches the Nomu through the ceiling, almost blasts off. Is this the best fight you've seen so far? Well, at this point? Um, I really like the fights that I've seen thus far. I really do like um, the entire... Deku versus Bakugo thing, but this is one of the best fights for right, sure. Right, okay. The the multiple punches. I agree. The 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 the, the way he's kind of pushed to his limit. Um the the belly to belly suplexes, um all this other stuff like that. And and we find out the Nomu has more than one quirk within him, which is like now he's like this weird mutant. Um which is an I mean, I'm really I'm something like that is what is what keeps things interesting, you know, because yeah. you all you know is, oh, these you know, these people are born with a specific court. That's what they that's what it is, you know, and then like to introduce a character that has multiple or another one or that, that that's what elongates the series. Now you have questions. How was he able to get so many quirks? Mm-hmm. How many where does Nomu come from? All this other thing. Anyway, All Might, of course, Carolina Smash. Um Carolina Smash defeats defeats Tenomu. Um He stands in front of Shigaraka and and, and Kurogiri and says like, "Yo, anytime you're ready to go." But everyone knows that he's about to like explode. <laughs> like he's about to explode. This fight with the Nomu and the fight with the villains earlier in this day, he does not have much time to hold his power. And the symbol of peace ends up like they they end up retreating, obviously. Um, because other heroes are showing up. I love the other heroes, especially that one with the gun. Oh my god! I feel like they saved all the they saved all the cool ones for this moment because the ones that we got earlier in the show were like, all right, man, look. Yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> all the teachers, the entire like teaching staff that rolled yeah. in with like guns and like other people with like hurricane powers and right, like, right. <laughs> all this other extra shit. The fire hydrant guy, man. Oh my god. Um. It's 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 very very cool fire hydrant guy, um, <laughs> tree man, midnight, all this other stuff like, um, 
very very cool heroes eventually they take them all away and everyone is treated and it's 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 clear that all might is very very uh scarred from this fight he can no longer hold his entire thing forever um he knows that his time is coming where he will not be able to use his power anymore and that's kind of why he wants to train deku to become his successor and that's really the entire basis of the series i mean that's essentially the first season in a nutshell it it it, yeah it starts off with the development of a lot of characters. It goes through the backstory of a lot of the rivalries. You get a little bit of the students. You get to see a lot more of the students in season two. Um, but you really, ultimately, this is the story of Deku. This is the story of All Might. This is the story of um, pretty much how he became the biggest hero of it. Again, we talked about our pros and cons. My my definite con is there are way too many fucking people. Way too many, you know. And and I and like I said, they do space it out later, and they they you kind of start forgetting about some. But it's just right. like, and I, I would some of some of the characters you're like, well, I kind of wish you guys did elongate, you know, right? Story. But there there's so many different people. Like once you get class A, we're introduced to class one B eventually. Um, we don't, but then you get to learn. Like, all right, these are the people you're supposed to know, and these are the people who you don't really have to care about. Quite honestly, right, right, right. Um, you get introduced to a lot more heroes in the entire landscape. I love um, best genist, um, who is the guy who's just denim. Um, I love what's that fucking killer whale? Oh my god, I can't believe I, I forgot who the killer whale is. Um, Gang Orca. Oh my god, Gang Orca. What a design. What a name. <laughs> He's the killer whale in a suit. Um, <laughs> we, definitely talked, we definitely talked about that design before. Yeah, like, so why we doing like older super stuff. Gang Orca is incredible. Um, my cons for the first season, I would love to learn a lot more of the characters. They eventually... Um, they kind of redeemed themselves in season two. You get to learn a lot more about all the other characters. Um, my pros for this entire thing. I love the backstories. I love how they make sure to tell you every aspect. Like these, they're not just like heroes or people. With, they're, this is like a governmentally controlled, like it's a kind of like a different take on superheroes than like yeah, the Marvel universe. Definitely. Um, you get to know why everyone has a power. It's not that like a spider bit me and I just got a power or right. like I run, I live with Hawks. So now I'm Hawkeye or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I live with Hawks. So I am Hawkeye. <laughs> I, I don't know Hawkeye's story. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not it, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know Hawkeye's story. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Um, I love the development of Deku from the, it's essentially the zero to a hero kind of ordeal. That's, that is really what it is. Like you said earlier about them kind of having this American superhero feel, but tied into an anime. I think that's, that's basically what they did. You know, it is incredible. I love the show. I love, you know, my hero academia. It comes back season four. um, When is it? When's the premiere? Of the new season, my my uh, my hero academia series October twelfth, so it'll be back on the airwaves. It's a much, again, this ended before Super and came back before Super. Uh, a plant indeed. Oh, that, tells great... you how, that tells you how well. Yeah, I'm about to say that tells you how well it's funded. Like, uh, get this also. There's a movie scheduled to drop near the end of the year. <laughs> Another wow. my hero academia movie. Um, I it forgot what it's. Called. Let's see. 
I'm trying to see what's the movie called. It's definitely a movie. Considering something so big like Dragon Ball and Super at this point in time, and um, they are going through this thing, and it's which is fine, which is fine. I mean, it's successful. It, it has a good story, has good characters, but uh, yeah, the fact that it's it's stopped and came back and uh, may end <laughs> for season four may be over before we we get Super again. It's incredible. The My Hero Academia movie, um, season four, over social media, same thing, exciting tweet. Um, so the the next film will be called My Hero Academia: Heroes Rising, and it will open December twentieth. Um, so that'll be every season. Apparently, has a movie. So no, except the first season. The second season had a movie. I think the third season had a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a this is a big franchise. This is becoming major. As the seasons continue to progress, the show is just getting bigger and bigger. It's still not on the DBZ level. It's still not on the oh, yeah the other levels, but it's becoming much much bigger as you know as everything kind of goes by, especially with the major prominence of superheroes in our society today, um, superhero films at least. Um, we haven't anything you- in real life yet. No, not yet. Um, anything you liked about the show? What 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 would you say that you really really liked about the show? Um, like I said at first, I was a little turned off with pacing, but they do a good job uh, throwing proper development in there to keep me interested. I think, like I said, near the end of that season one, you do get uh, what you're really looking for, which is cool because it, it, there's a solid amount of it, and it's interesting enough, and it's brutal enough to so you're like, okay, this makes sense now, right? Um, uh, I, I generally like the way the show is drawn. Like, it's a pretty show. Like, it, it looks good. Mm-hmm. I think there's some points that are, like, a little a little lazy here and there. But for the most part, I mean, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, I think it's a good series. I think it probably has a pretty huge future considering, um, again, I, I really don't like calling it a plant. But, like, I get, I get why we're, we're taking it there because it's, it was so successful so fast. Got all this attention. Right. You know, has the merch quick. You know, it got all the things that you like when when you're into an anime and you feel like it's bigger than what it is, and you're waiting for it to get that. Like, my hero got it quick. You know, so uh, it's the success is due though. I mean, it, it's it's worth the watch if you haven't seen it or if you were you know on the edge or on the cuffs of it. It's it's a good series. Um, I'm personally invested into the manga for this. I'm still. I have. Not, I have not yet. The manga is way so... So, what I'll say for season four in terms of a preview, it's a very good season. Um, I don't know when they're going to end it. I have... uh, Considering the manga, I think it's a weekly, like, sort of thing. So, they're pretty far ahead. (laughs) Like, we might be in the season five, approaching season six, you know, territory in terms of how much has actually progressed in the manga. Um, But from what we can expect with this season... The villains for season four are going to be um, pretty brutal. I think if do you mind if I like bring like a consequence that's introduced in the season four? No, it's not going to. Yeah, it won't ruin it for me. So they introduced at the end of season three, they introduced the big three, which are like the top three students in UA just in general. Um, Third years, top three. They're stronger than most pro heroes, et cetera, et cetera. So they introduced that as well. In season four, they're also introducing a substance that is like essentially on the black market um, that will delete a quirk. Really? Yeah. So wow. if you're 
essentially shot or injected with the substance, your quirk will no longer exist anymore. Damn. And it becomes a very real sort That's of cool. That's cool. yeah, it becomes a very real struggle for the main characters after they kind of learn this entire ordeal. Also, there's some scientists that are able to tell the future and all some other extra shit. But it's a very good season. I'm interested in sort of that. It picks up also, it makes sure to also um, recognize there are two students who did not pass the hero exam. They end up getting, having to retake it. Um, And a bunch of other stuff. Season four is going to be really, really good. Season five might even be better, quite honestly, depending on how they kind of... uh, they end there, but the manga's going really, really well. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I really love the show. Nice. That's all I can say. Um, but that has been episode 42 of The Lookout, Summer at Kame House. What do we have up next, you say? Um, up next, we will be reviewing the first episode of Pokemon for the final episode yeah. of Summer at Kame House. We'll be... Actually, I want to live watch it. I don't know if we can make that possible, um, but I want to live watch it because I want to see everyone's reactions to everyone's little thing, but I don't know how possible that is, but it will be the first episode of Pokemon that we'll be watching um, as we get closer and closer to the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield. We also have another Pokemon podcast that features myself and Jeff and also the god, Pat, um, Pafifi, if you if, if that's what you like to call him, Um uh, Mount Silver podcast, which will be dropping the day after this one. So we'll be able to get where we'll talk about Gen 3, Ruby, Sapphire, Fire Red, Leaf Green, Emerald, all the other things in Gen 3. So make sure you tune into that if you're still on your, like, I don't know, your nerd comic book, anime, game, video game sort of binge. We also got a lot of other stuff on RNC Radio this week. We have a new episode of RAOP Gaming with Ampavelli that should yeah. should have dropped. By the time this episode comes out, it should be already out. So make sure you stay tuned to that. Um, we have another episode of the A-Show, of course, as we get closer and closer to episode 100. Um, and, 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 you know, as we're getting closer and closer, basketball is about to come back on soon, man. Are you guys yeah. ready to do yeah. RSPN again? Yeah, we'll be back very, very soon, actually. Um, we've also been working on a lot of cool stuff to for you guys um, that you guys should be excited for before the end of the year. So um, just stay tuned. Make sure you follow RNC Radio Live. Make sure you follow The Lookout on you know Instagram at thelookout.db. Um, I might change that because we might just go into all types of anime. To be I know at this point we're getting there. We're getting we there. Might just, it, it might just be The Lookout. And it might be looking out to the entire anime universe. We'll see what we can do. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you stay subscribed. Make sure you stay ready. Because at any time, Dragon Ball Super could come back and we'll be right back on your asses. So, um, yeah, this has been episode 42 of The Lookout. My name is Mills. I'm Chanel Boy Jeff. And we are out. <laughs>